Hello, and welcome to super special secret bonus episode of Step 3. I guess not really super secret since it's published, but it's a bonus episode because I just watched La La Land, which if you're not familiar, um, you know, was made by the same guy who did Whiplash and the uh, music as well, Justin uh, Hurwitz and the director... Dude is Damien something, IMDb it. Um, but I finished, I, I finally watched it, because uh, I went through my whole, like, you know, buying a, a bunch of Blu-rays of movies I hadn't, you know, caught up on seeing. I try to, you know, I catch the Oscar-winning films a couple years after they uh, are out on Blu-ray and whatnot. So, this one I'm a little bit closer to the punch on, but... So I watched it, and, uh, you know, I really didn't have any preconceived notions going into it. I don't even know if I really even watched a trailer for it. Even, you know, when it was in theaters, I just sort of was like, oh, okay. I mean, Ryan Gosling, who's not going to go see that? (laughs) Um, Like, Ryan Gosling dancing. I might pee my pants. Uh, So... But the funny thing, what I thought was interesting was that, you know, with this film, they chose to once again delve into the same themes as in Whiplash. And I was really surprised by that because it's so... I mean, it carried the same spirit through the film from a different angle, a bit of a softer angle, you know, certainly to some degree... I mean, or harsher, depending on, you know, how you take away, what you take away from it. But it was very, it was interesting, because, you know, in in Whiplash, we have the whole thing about, um, you know, being broken down, you know, being, being completely broken down, and then starting, you know, and, and, and built anew, and also the contrast of that with, than stopping and saying, I'm going to do this, not for you, but because I'm just going to do this. Um, and then in <clears throat> in La La Land, you know, it almost takes it a step further. It's softer because of the, the, the material. I mean, singing and dancing, not that Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone can particularly sing or dance, um, which is fine. I still really, really enjoyed their performances. Because, um, again, that's not the point of the film. Uh, there are so many reviews that are like, oh, well, they can't actually sing and dance, and da-da-da-da-da, and the characters lack depth. And then I'm just like, did you watch the same? Were you, did you have, what? What? <laughs> like, those are like, these, like, you know, tertiary elements to the to the, to the the thrust of the film. Uh, when, you know, which, once again, has to do with the cost of ambition and what is ambition compatible with. Is ambition compatible with, you know, love and romance with, you know, the person you want to be with? Can, you know, or can two people who are striving for something huge, not just to be great, but to be, like, huge for a singular dream, can those two dreams coexist side by side? Or is it just necessary that, look, you're going to have to travel far and wide for this dream, so you're just going to have to do whatever it takes. Um, you know, and I, I mean, what, I, what I particularly liked is at the end of the film, um, and yes, spoiler alert, at the end of the film, 
you know, when, um, when Emma Stone and, uh, what was it, oh gosh, what's his name, uh, Thomas Scott Everett, Everett, Thomas Scott, whatever his name is, I love him, ever since American Werewolf in Paris, <laughs> with Julie Delpy, oh my gosh, so great, but they walk in there, and she sees him, and, you know, she had, had this whole, like, flash sequence of, what if in the beginning of the film, when they first kind of bumped into each other, if instead of being angry and rushing past her, uh, you know, he had kissed her, otherwise not, you know, been off in a huff. And, you know, how much happier and more together they would have been, but ultimately that wouldn't have resulted, that would have still resulted in her getting her dream, but not so much him. Um, you know, and her kind of realizing that, God, I love that guy, and we just had something magical together that was just a brilliant flame. But in order for him to have his his dream here of owning this club and being that person that he wants to be, you know, taking up the mantle of this iconic jazz bar and, you know, paying homage to that history and that struggle... You know that 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 I can't I couldn't have given that to him. He had to go get that on his own because <clears throat> my dream was it would have overshadowed it. It would it would have taken over. There wouldn't have been there wouldn't if he come to Paris with me. There wouldn't be a Sebs, right? And <clears throat> you know I think it's easy to get stuck in the trappings of the quote unquote musical. Um, you know, obsess over small little technical things and dancing and singing like whatever. Um, you know, or to, to you look at it as like it's this like tragic sort of romance. But the soul of Whiplash is there. The 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 Whiplash, the brutal beating nature of ambition and striving for that impossible dream that no one else thinks that you can achieve. That you have to go and fucking grab and hold on to yourself is still the heart of the film you know it's not it's not as necessarily uh, relentlessly crushing the way whiplash was it's not quite as um <laughs> hang on her her <laughs> herculean herculean of an effort it's not like sisyphus pushing the stone up the hill it's not quite that visceral of a journey the way Whiplash was, where you are like in the drums with him, um, but in, you know in this one it's it's a little softer. But at the same time, it almost looks at what happens after Whiplash. You've achieved. You're now a, an amazing drummer. What do you want to do with your life? You know. Well, okay. I want to open up a jazz bar and play there. Or I want to. You know. I want to take up the mantle of this iconic jazz spot, which is now a salsa and tapas place, and make it back into what it was. You know. I mean, that's sort of what Ryan Gosling is with his piano playing. Except, you know, again, we've moved beyond the. You're definitely good enough, but what does being good enough get you? Well, it gets you gigs playing holiday tunes in a restaurant. But there's something greater that you know you can do. And you know that it's going to take a ton of sacrifice to get there. And sometimes you want to join John Legend's acid jazz combo or whatever and, and you know, infuse it with a little bit of dubstep or something. But, and that's the same distractions we face all the time in our in, in work is, am I working in my life or on my life am i am i just like every day just the same routine 
playing for thousands of people and touring with John Legend, or which is comfortable and easy and makes money, and that you can't you can't you can't look down on that. Or is there something that's just irrationally driving you forward past that? And one of the things that I appreciated was the degree to which they had Emma Stone call him out on that, being like, "Dude, you you." You scoff at these people. You scoff at them so hard. And now you're going to want to be them? No, fuck that. Fuck money. Fuck everything about that. You have a passion that's so much more pure than all of that. And you need to chase that down and make it real. And, again, but you have to let me go in order to do that. You have to do that on your own. Because our, our dreams are too big to live in the same in the same space. So, La La Land. Great film. I like Whiplash better because it's a more visceral experience. And I felt like it was a little bit tighter and more polished and more direct. But I enjoyed the bittersweet angle of La La Land. I enjoyed the musical aspect. Um, I enjoyed Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling quite a bit. Uh, the bits with Emma Gosling... Emma Gosling... <laughs> With Emma Stone acting and the auditions and things, I thought were um, were really, really well done. And I really enjoyed them a lot. But, you know, at the end of the film, I just stole that same feeling of what is the cost of ambition? What is the cost of having one pure dream and running for it? What is the cost of, of being 1,000% pure to yourself and no one else? What is the cost? And that's the question. That is the million dollar question. So, watch it, don't watch it, I don't care, but think about it. And I'll catch you later for the final episode of the season, for real, on Friday maybe? I don't know. I might be a little bit late. But I'll do my best. Thank you everyone for listening i hope you enjoyed it i hope that it uh i know people like the whiplash episode a lot so i hope this one was also pretty fulfilling and i will see you next time thanks again